0: To put it bluntly, is it a pain in the neck having your dad around, or is it okay?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I gotta tell you. <laughs>
0: Hello, everyone. I'm Paul Steinmetz, and welcome to a special edition of WCSU 411, a podcast about people and achievements at Western Connecticut State University and the region. WestCon recently honored Jordan Young, president of Fairfield Processing in Danbury. He got the Macro Costas Entrepreneur of the Year Award. And during the award ceremony at the Amber Room, I sat down with Jordan, and in front of the audience, we discussed his career and the business. We present the discussion here followed by our weekly roundup of upcoming campus events with Barbara Viegas. Today we'll also find out whether Barbara was reelected to her post as Vice President of Student Relations for the Student Government Association. But first, here's Jordan Young.
2: It's my honor to to introduce our honoree today, who is a, the third generation of his family to lead Fairfield Processing in Danbury. He attended the business school at Lehigh University for his bachelor's degree and earned his MBA in entrepreneurship at San Diego State University. While in the MBA program, Jordan and his colleagues launched Dine, D-I-N-E Connect, the precursor technology and concept to OpenTable, which I have used, a platform that connects restaurants with their local audience. After moving back to Connecticut, Jordan started another venture called Top Shelf Sports, a sports product development company. Uh, 15 years ago, Jordan joined the family business full-time, and he has never looked back. Fairfield Processing is closing in on its 80th year. The manufacturer began as a processor of wool for Danbury's blooming hat industry, hatting industry, and in the 60s, its founder, Sam Young, responded to the decline of the hat industry by experimenting with synthetic materials and subsequently invented polyfill. Following the leadership of Sam, his sons Robert and Roy each had the opportunity to make their uh, mark on the business. For the last 10 years as president and CEO, Jordan has led the company in new and exciting directions amidst a challenging retail environment. The company has since expanded into pillows, foams, stuffing beads, and hundreds of other products for the toy, home decor, and crafting industries. Fairfield operates several factories and distribution centers around the country, as well as an e-commerce fulfillment center utilizing the latest technologies. I will introduce uh, Paul Steinmetz from Western Connecticut, who will do the interrogation. (laughs) The interview
0: of Jordan. Gentlemen. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Uh, In the last few years, instead of having the traditional talk by the honoree, we've just had a discussion. So uh, we invite you to listen in as Jordan and I talk today. Uh, We're videotaping and recording this, so if it's as fascinating as we think it's going to be, you can tune in to our website later and watch the video, and also listen to it on our podcast, WCSU 411, which is available on iTunes and SoundCloud. Jordan, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. Uh, You're the Entrepreneur of the Year this year, and uh, people, I think... Believe that uh, when you're the second or third generation, that uh, you're ta- you take the reins and you kind of continue to do what uh, the company has done before. But that isn't necessarily the case, is it? You have the
1: role of reinventing a lot of uh, the business. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you know, I just, if I could, I just wanted to um, start by saying thank you. Um, what a great honor uh, to be amidst. Uh, uh, esteemed uh, representatives of the prior honorees and, uh, and the university and the MacroCostis uh, Award. So thank you so much uh, and thank you to my family. I wouldn't be here uh, if not for them. Uh, being part of a, a third generation of a family business um, starts at the top and uh, great leadership. So thank you um, to my family and, uh, and to my wife and, uh, and, and potentially another generation of, of family business. No out. pressure so, though. <laughs> yeah, Without pressure, without pressure. So, so thank you. Yeah, in order to, uh, to kind of keep things uh, moving forward and, uh, and really looking to um, taking the, the third generation of this business and saying, how do I make my mark on it? How do I change, evolve, disrupt, and continue to innovate and keep things fresh in an 80-year-old company? Um, I embrace the entrepreneurial spirit. I do it every day. It starts with assessing our customers our consumers and really studying uh, and trying to learn and listen uh, to what their needs are we think a lot now about being places that they want to be before they know they want to be there mm-hmm. um, so we have a pretty extensive uh, data analytics team that you know I got to think when my grandfather was starting in the wool business um, what a foreign idea uh, that would have been And and in the last several years, we've embraced uh, all types of trends and analysis on data. And when you're a manufacturer, you don't think that artificial intelligence uh, is really gonna play a factor. But we, again, have embraced predictive analytics to try and uh, find places, whether it's inventory in the right uh, locations around the country, ahead of trends, um, we're listening to all of the macro influences. So, you know, you think, we look back maybe uh, a year and a half ago, uh, right around the time of the election, and, uh, and there was a lot of uh, talk about NAFTA um, potentially being disrupted, hmm. and we saw uh, companies starting to, uh, starting to look towards U.S. manufacturing in a bigger and bolder way. And we were positioned in the right place at the right time uh, to put ourselves in front of uh, great opportunities and, uh, and capture that. But we consistently uh, look towards um, all of these, these influences that are happening, whether they're unemployment trends or housing starts. And what does that have to do with pillows, right? Well, what does it have to do with quilt batting? We study why people use our products, how they use them, how much time it takes to use them, and really, that's uh, and that's what develops for us the product development cycle, mm-hmm. and uh, and it puts us in the right place at the right time before our customers know they need to be there.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: It's much more scientific, it sounds like, than it was 70 years ago, like you said. I would think so. We're mm-hmm. certainly using more tools, and they're fortunately at our disposal uh, the way they uh, the way well they weren't 70 years ago. That's for sure.
0: Right. So, you use the science and have employed the science, but you also are proud of, rightfully proud of, the way you uh, work uh, with people, your customers, and your employees uh, in this. We saw in the video that uh, one of the company's guiding principles is uh, how you work with your customers and your employees, and you um, often refer to Fairfield as a family. Yeah, absolutely.
1: It, culture is such a big part of our company, and, and really you'll see a lot of that when you pick up any uh, business magazine and you hear CEOs, uh, whether they're startups or uh, you know, from Google to Facebook, uh, culture is just um, at the center of what drives your employees, what retains your employees, and so we're, we've been fortunate to embrace family as a, um, almost an ethos in, in the way that we think about the uh, way we treat our people and the way that we treat our customers. And, uh, and so we try to hug everybody as many times as we can. Um, but, it's, uh, but it's true. You know, one of the things that you saw in the video was just about our philosophy to giving back. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it's at the core of, uh, of not only our, our family and its role in the community, but really at our business. And we recognize that we're at the center of a lot of people's families um, and a lot of communities around the country. So our products, you know, it's not the outside that, that's attractive, but when somebody gives a, a baby quilt, right, or somebody makes a teddy bear like you saw up here and gives it to their grandson, uh, we're at the inside. You know, we're at the heart of, of all of those projects. And uh, what's what's great about the people in that video and across the country is that there's this, uh, what we do is we, we've studied the um, why people use our products. And there's an interesting um, place, it's a dynamic between passion and purpose. Some people, they find it, we we call it the happiness continuum because people find happiness either in the passion uh, that they have for actually crafting. They love the art of it. And then there's people that are motivated, as you saw also in that video, where they're, motivated and their happiness is around the purpose, and that's the giving. And there's so much that, uh, that we play in that loop, the happiness loop, um, of being at the core of these products and enabling people to, uh, to sort of participate in that, whether it's the happiness of making or the happiness of giving. And uh, we love being a part of that purpose.
0: Mm-hmm. And. A startup can try to uh, create that, I think, culture went from the beginning, but you're the steward. Your family's been the steward of it, and it, there's more, other kinds of difficulties, I imagine, keeping that going, and you're a big company, nationwide company, and your, your end users are, uh, have one view, but um, the stores where, that sell, where you sell the product from have different needs, too. They probably aren't thinking of the quilter so much, they're thinking about, is the product on my shelves? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you have to be, uh,
1: pay attention to all of that all the time. Constantly uh, assessing, uh, you know, again, what the customers, what are when we say our customers, we're thinking about the major retailers. But we're thinking about what they need based on the consumer trend and behavior. And yeah, we're making sure that they have it available. We have it on their shelves uh, well before they know they need it.
0: Mm-hmm. You told me uh, recently that you, you started selling to Walmart where there was only 12 store, Walmart stores in the country, right?
1: Yeah, we've uh, fortunately, and if you treat your customers right, you're able to retain your customers. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so, yeah, we've been fortunate, and it wasn't myself, but um, I presumably it was, was Roy or even Bobby uh, that was able to create a relationship with, with Sam uh, Walton back when he had just a handful of stores. And we have several customers that are like that, and those are still our core customers. Uh, If we continue to do our job right, they keep coming back, and and they love the relationship as much as we do. Hmm. That's interesting,
0: because Walmart isn't known as the uh, warm and fuzzy kind of customer, either.
1: You know, it's interesting when you talk about a customer uh, like Walmart, because uh, what happens in those major retail environments is that there's constant Churn, right? mm-hmm. they're, they're constantly turning over uh, the people that are in the merchandising roles, the buying roles, almost as a way to prevent the um, development of relationships that lead to favoritism in, the, uh, in, the, in those uh, roles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what we do is we constantly provide extensive reporting, and again, we use these data tools uh, to help them outperform every time they come into their role. Uh, they could have been buying garden hoses or basketball hoops yesterday and today they're buying pillows and, uh, and they don't know anything about the product itself. Um, you know, They embrace the fact that they're a merchant and we understand that, so we're quick to go in, educate them on the product, ultimately they want to deliver results and, uh, and if we did our homework right, we have all the answers mm-hmm. and, uh, and help them become successes.
0: Mm-hmm. And you, I know, extend this to your employees, too. You just uh, recently, I think, got done with a huge project of moving a factory, building a new factory, closing down a factory in Illinois, moving it to the other side of the Mississippi in St. Louis.
1: Yeah, that was an exciting project last year. We, uh, we came to the end of a, of a series of long-term leases in Illinois. We were backed right up against the Mississippi River And we recognized that the facility we were in just wasn't going to support the type of growth that we were experiencing and planning for. So we started the search. And part of that process, we said, well, if we're going to pick up and move, boy, we could go anywhere. And uh, there's there's cities all over the country that are dying for development and investment. But when we did the analysis, uh, what we determined was our greatest asset was our people. It wasn't the the equipment. It wasn't the facility. It was the people. And, when we, uh, and, we, and we knew that, but we needed to really feel, and everybody had to be aligned, that that was, that was in fact true. And that was at the core of our decision to take what was a, was a circle of several hundred miles, because we were looking for a central facility in the Midwest, and it went down to about five miles because we realized we didn't wanna inconvenience our core staff and employees more than a five mile drive uh, from where they were used to uh, commuting. So we, uh, we opened up that scope, it delivered uh, the, the prospects on the other side of the Mississippi River. We worked with the uh, state of Missouri and the city of St. Louis to uh, build this new facility and we were able within uh, six months we opened up uh, from, from when we uh, decided that that was our location, we opened up six months later with a very aggressive build out, and uh, six weeks after that, we had hired 400 new people to join the company, and so um, accelerated growth and managing that growth was, uh, was a challenge. It was a challenge. The, the biggest challenge was probably maintaining that sense of culture and, um, and having all of these new faces understand uh, that this is an 80-year-old company uh, founded and run on a certain belief system. And so how do you integrate that? Um, mm-hmm. And that was a challenge, and we were able to successfully uh, overcome it and, um, and had a fantastic uh, year of performance with it.
0: And you brought, you uh, kept those 100 employees you had in Illinois and brought them over across the river.
1: Absolutely.
0: And they were part of, as I understand it, the learning
1: process for the new employees. Sure, new building, a uh, lot of new faces, and a lot of uh, technical upgrades in equipment. And, and it's great to maintain the leadership that we had in Illinois and have them come over and, uh, and really embrace all of that growth mm-hmm. and change. Um, in our business, the only constant is change.
0: Mm-hmm. And- the city of St. Louis or the state of Missouri recognized you with that uh, uh, for the work that you did and the company did with that building too, didn't they?
1: Yeah, they did. It was a, it was a great honor. We were awarded the Business of the Year in the city of St. Louis uh, in October, uh, given by the uh, the mayor and the governor of Missouri. And so it was a, a wonderful opportunity to really impact change in an area that desperately needed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't take 400 people from other companies. Uh, there were there were 400 people that were really happy to um, be employed uh, mm-hmm. through the back half of last year. That's great. Yeah. Was
0: their ceremony as nice as ours here? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> and thank you to the Amber Room, by the way, for a delicious lunch. Yes.
0: <laughs> so, Being the third generation, you've got a great company behind you, you have um, leadership uh, you can learn from, but it puts unique pressures, I think, on the third generation, the third generation of leadership to come through. And uh, um, I I guess, to put it bluntly, is it a pain in the neck having your dad around, or is it okay? (laughs)
1: You know, I gotta tell you. (laughs) Wait a minute. Just between us. (laughs) All right, between you and I, he's my best friend, and he really is. And his pearls of wisdom that he's offered, and I say offer because um, you know that's an interesting moment in um, in in a family business as a transition to a next generation. Um, and how do you offer it um, as an opportunity but not force it as a uh, requirement? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it was that delicate balance that attracted me to want to participate in the family business mm-hmm. and certainly uh, to lead the business in the direction that I have. Um, but consistently Roy has, has offered his um, his you know, these pearls of wisdom, hey, you know, I kind of experienced something similar 20, 30 years ago. Uh, this is how I handled that situation. Good luck. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's great to have perspective. I'm sure that, uh, you know, he, he wouldn't have taken every right turn when I turned right and left turn when I turned left, um, but having his support and encouragement along the way, and I and I hope that uh, we, you know I've been able to at least um, show and prove that um, that there are different ways to think and different ways to uh, respond. To again. Something that's always changing is mm-hmm. uh, is the environment around us, and and the only thing that we can control is how we react to it. Right, and being disruptive. You've used the term being
0: disruptive,
1: disrupting the business, and so. You and we can are adapt. constantly. Um, when I meet with my team in the beginning of the year, we we kind of select a, a key word that we all want to embrace throughout the year that drives some direction, and and this year we took the word of evolve. Mm because we are constantly in this process of disruption and evolving our own business model. We wanna be our own biggest competitor. Mm
0: -hmm. And so tell us about what you see for the company for the rest of your tenure, Uh, the next (laughs) few decades. What do you wanna do with the company?
1: Well, there's uh, from a manufacturing standpoint, the, uh, anybody that, that's had exposure to it, there's a, a journey that we are, I'm going to say, in the beginning of. Uh, because it's, a, it's a, almost a lifelong journey, but it's the lean journey. Mm. And so we're going through a lot of education on lean manufacturing and how we can become a really tier one state of the art lean manufacturer. That's something that that's at the core uh, that I'm embracing, mm-hmm. and um, you know we don't know what we don't know. we don't know what the future holds. We do know that the um, landscape around us, as I said, it's constantly changing, there's disruption, and we're trying so hard to stay at the forefront of uh, technology. How do you, as a manufacturer, compete in the Amazon economy? How, if you're so used to delivering to retail with all the model that you know today and believed in for the last 30 years, and all of a sudden you have a disruptor like Amazon coming in, changing everything uh, almost overnight, mm-hmm. how do you respond, react, and get in front to capitalize on that, to stay healthy, and to stay lean uh, through that? And man, we're hard at work at it, we really are. And we think we've got some great technology, some great ideas. We opened up, as, as mentioned, uh, an e-commerce fulfillment center in the Midwest mm-hmm. to uh, to offer services that we've never offered before. And I think that we're doing a good job.
0: Mm-hmm. And so uh, you are, will it still be a family business at uh, 30 years from now?
1: You know, if I can strike the right balance the way that, that Roy did, um, My grandfather was uh, was Sam Young, and uh, and my oldest son is sitting over here is also Sam Young. So, who knows, right? (laughs) You're trying to create the opportunity anyway. That's it. We, you know, that's my job. I'm a steward at this point, Mm -hmm. Um, and and I'll make my marks. I'll make my change on the company, uh, hopefully for the better, and uh, and just create that opportunity.
0: Well, thanks, Jordan. Uh, We recognized you, the University of MacroCostas, Photronics recognized you with this award because of the marks you made on the company but also in the
1: community too. We really appreciate you being here today. Thank you so much for the great honor. Thank you. you.
0: All right. Barbara Viegas, and we're going to hear all about the events on campus. But first, we have a question, Barbara. <laughs> How did uh, that great election go?
3: Um, so not too great, actually. Hmm. Um, like you, I think yeah, we talked about it last podcast. My grandmother was in the hospital, um, for a week, and then the following week she passed, and that was the two two of the three campaign weeks. So I just. I I completely stopped campaigning, and I was obviously I was with my family, so I I kind of saw it coming. I was like had this little ray of hope that like the people would, you know, rise up for you. Yeah, but no, you know, Westconsin's, we're we're great. We're just not great at voting.
0: (laughs) Yep, that's too bad. On both counts, I'm sorry about your grandmother and um, sorry that you lost the election.
3: Yeah, it's okay. I mean, now I'm graduating in December, and um, just you know, so it's all good.
0: How about your minor? Are you going uh, to? Yeah, actually.
3: Minor? So uh, without my minor, I would have, I was like two credits away from graduating without my minor. Yeah. And now, um, and then, and then, um, I like, I forget what I was going to say. Okay. So I was, two, <laughs> sorry. I was two credits away from graduating, uh, with my minor, but they didn't allow me to walk in May uh, hmm. because, you know, I was over the eight credits. So I had like, like 10 or 11, right. something like that. like. Not too crazy of an amount, but they couldn't—they didn't allow it. So now I'm taking, um, like, I'm finishing off my degree and finishing my um, minor in December, like in this next semester. So I'll be done um, in December with a minor too.
0: Do you get to walk in May then, or? No, I have to walk. I
3: have to walk in the following May. That's
0: too bad. But Hmm. it's better to get your minor too, I think.
3: Yeah, I think so too. Honestly, I mean, that's what my um, advisor told me. She was like. So it'd be nice if you had a minor, but like <laughs> if you really want to walk, and I was like, I do. Yeah, and especially after, in psychology,
0: like, though, it complements the JLA.
3: Um, yeah, it's it's actually communications.
0: <laughs> it is.
3: Yeah, but she said that uh, communications is a really good minor too. for yeah, it is. Yeah, because um, of all like the social, like you know how you speak to people, how you talk to mm-hmm. like the press and everything, that kind of. thing. You have
0: to use it every day.
3: Yeah, gotta talk. <laughs>
0: So, uh, Pete and I were together when we uh, looked up the election results. Pete cried. <laughs> I did.
3: Like legit, cried. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's we were so all sweet. upset,
0: yeah, but he cried. Oh So we gave him a tissue and that, um, you know. Went on. Yeah, Scott, had, you know, was a man about it and just uh,
3: <laughs>
0: continued on with his day. He felt, uh, you know, he sent his condolences, but he didn't cry.
3: Yeah, I um, my like my had a friend like call me. I was like, hey, because the results posted at like three and three p.m., and I was at my internship, and so I was like, hey, like call me when you find out. And it was like three o one, and he didn't call me, and I was like, ah, I already know, because if it was three o'clock, he'd be like, oh my god, he was right. so. I called him at 301, and I was like, you're, you're a, bl- beep, you're a- <laughs> he was like, you know, and I was like, yeah, I know, like, you didn't call me. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty, pretty crappy. But,
0: yeah. After all that work you put into it and everything.
3: But it's okay. Like, life moves on. I've already gotten, like, um, a few, like, t- two or three other opportunities um, after people found out that I was in VPSR. So, who knows what.
0: You mean hearing? at the university?
3: Yes. Hey, that's I that's good. I can't talk about it yet because it's confidential. All right. And I haven't, like, you know, said yes, so I can't talk about it, but if I end up accepting, I'll let you guys know. Yeah,
0: good. Top secret, I like it. Yeah, top secret. All our listeners will be on the edge of their seats.
3: <laughs> I mean, one is top secret, uh, the other two were kind of um, not really, um, so we're having we had a re-election for Alpha Phi Sigma Honor Society, so now I'm the president of that. Oh, cool. uh, they've elected me. And then we're re-electing Westcom Without Borders, um, mm. so that's something that we'll do. But the other one is like a job, so that one's the one that's like mm-hmm. top secret, I'm excited about. Okay,
0: good. Then you're uh, landing on your feet.
3: Yeah, yeah, everything's that's, cool. You're
0: resilient, that's what's important. <laughs> yeah. And this new vice president will be okay, I guess, right? Yeah, he's a
3: cool guy. I really like him. Um, he's we. Like throughout the entire election, we were very like civil and like really nice. I didn't really know him all that much, mm-hmm. but he's really cool. Like he, he'd like, it's funny. He'd like invite me to his parties and everything like during <laughs> the, like, during the campaign season. Oh, that's cool. And yeah, we're like on good terms. I have to transition him. I might teach him like, you know, everything wrong. So he can, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah, it, he's, he's a really cool guy.
2: So the people are in good hands.
3: Yeah, yeah, you're in, That's you're great. in, you know, not better hands. <laughs> <But> uh-huh. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, no, um, yeah, you're in good hands, especially like the new e-board is um, pretty good. The other people that won mm-hmm. as well, so.
0: But our listeners are all worried that, uh, you know, you're going to not be on the podcast next semester, but we are here to announce that you are. You're going to continue, right? Yes. Yeah.
3: Kicking. <laughs> other, maybe. It'll be you know, a student voice. Right. So.
0: <laughs> That's your other free job. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. All right. We're ready to move on then.
3: Okay. So we have definitely, obviously, a lot of events coming up because of West Fest. Um, but I'll start off with the SGA ones that are coming up this week and next. So we have our SGA town hall meeting, which is really, really cool. Hmm. Um, sorry. Hold on. That's my earring it keeps getting stuck.
0: Uh, and the earphones.
3: In the earphone. Cause it, anyway. Um, So we have our town hall meeting. It's a broad topic uh, with a lot of different panelists representing a lot of different, um, like, places on campus. Mm -hmm. So we have, um, I'll read them off in a second, but it's on Wednesday, on April 18th, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m., with a reception afterwards um, until, like, 3. So if you go in and you, like, sit and watch part of the town hall, you can get a stamp, and then you can go and have, like, free food and drink.
0: Oh, that's great. Where is it?
3: It's in the... um, Student Center Theater. Hmm. Yeah, it's really cool. We have a lot of representation. Uh, let me just read the names off. So we have um, Dean Kramer. Hmm. We have Don Grayson from Sodexo. Keith Govin from Registrar, Melissa Stevens from Financial Aid. Elizabeth Isabel Carvalho from Academic Advising. Paul Simon, Campus Student Centers. And Carlos Santos, the SJ President.
0: So this is the thing we were talking about where if you have complaints, you can come and talk yes. about that. Yes. So
3: the name of the town hall is Westcon What's Good. Hmm. So like, it's like, what's good? Tell us what you want, what, like tell like, you know, your rep- the representatives, mm-hmm. what is wrong with Westcon or your your opinions, or even if you want to go and be like, Hey, Westcon is, is awesome. Then great. Like, let us know. Mm-hmm. But, um, it's really cool because it's like very broad and anyone can go there and like say their opinions and really feel like your voice is being heard because these are department heads and like that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So should be really fun. And everyone, I think I said this before, but everyone like was really quick to accept the invitation. I guess they're really, you know, passionate about hearing student voices mm-hmm. and feeling like students are being heard, which now they are. If right. you come. <laughs> that's good. Uh, yeah. So it should be really, really fun.
0: Are you going to that?
3: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm actually moderating it. Oh, so.
0: that's right. <laughs> but now you don't have to, right?
3: Yeah. I told Oscar. It's really funny. Okay. So the other event. So Oscar is his name, the new VPSR. Mm-hmm. Um, And so the following Tuesday during West Fest, we have SGA day and um, It was initially on a Wednesday because on Wednesdays, I'm free Mm -hmm. But they had us move it to a Tuesday because it was like there were less events on Tuesday And it was better to have like, you know, a week full of like events on each day Mm -hmm. So I told them I was like, hey, like I have my internship So I probably won't be able to like run the whole event. I can start it off But someone's gonna have to take it over. So they're like, yeah, that's fine Like we have a whole executive board a bunch of senators. Obviously, everyone's more than capable of you know, because a lot of them, the student relations committee, like, helped, you know, make it. So they're fine with running it. Um, but I'm, like, OCD. So I always, like, I have to be there. <laughs> but it's fine. So I told Oscar, like, the first day he walked in the office after he won, mm-hmm. I was like, so, you're going to take over SGA Day. Like, that's you now. <laughs> like <laughs> It's so funny because last, sem- last semester, or last year, when uh, see, he's a current VPIA right now, um, Ryan Hawley, he's g- graduating in May. He's, mm-hmm. like, my best friend. I, I love him. He was the vice president of finance the past semester or year, and he was transitioning the current vice president of finance, you know, last year. And so he was, when when he got there, you know, you're supposed to finish off your semester, and then you transition them, and then they start their responsibilities. So Ryan was, like, fed up with, like, all of his tasks, and he was like, hey, Sam, like... This is how you do it. Go do it now. So, like, basically, I just gave him the role. He was like, take these emails, like, do this and this and this and this. And technically, like, you know, you're supposed to transition them first. Yeah. But it was so funny. I was like, I'm going to pull a Ryan right now. And, I'm, you know, Oscar, you got this. Like, this is all you now. Ryan's going to
0: give the SGA address a commencement this year.
3: Yeah. Ugh. Goals. But, um, so uh, Carlos is, like, such a cool guy. He's not graduating. Um, he's graduating following May. Oh. Um, so... He thought, you know, he's part of the executive board. It's his last semester. You know, he might as well let him do the commencement speech instead of the um, that's instead nice. of the SJ president. <clears throat> so he's really cool. I mean, if it were me, I'd be like, no, like. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, not really. Like, because <laughs> he told him no, but he told him this before he even knew that he was reelected. So that's where he's like a really cool dude. Because mm-hmm. if he wasn't reelected, then you know he wouldn't be able to have that opportunity. Right. And, yeah. So it was really, really cool of him.
0: Aren't you going to be uh, vice president through the semester, end of the semester? Yeah. So uh, Carlos should let you, you know, stand up and say a few words, too.
3: Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I wish. <laughs> but even though I'm not graduating. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm going to talk to you, but I'm not graduating until summer. <laughs> Suckers. <laughs> our readers, <laughs> our
0: listeners will amount a campaign and... Um, you know, persuade him to there you go. put you on the dais.
3: Perfect. Unless <laughs> um, okay. so, you're busy that day. <laughs> I'm purposely busy that day. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, okay, so we obviously have a lot of other events. Another cool one that is actually after West Fest, but I want to talk about like you know random straggler events before I get into West Fest because West Fest is obviously like the hugest week, Good the idea. biggest week. So uh, on Friday, May fourth. May the fourth be with you um, <laughs> We have Western Research Day so it's really really cool um, you it's like an annual event that gives students the opportunity to share their professional work uh, with the university community and it's a kind of like a professional conference and at the end you have like winners and stuff so people have already submitted I think that that's like past but they're gonna be presenting it um, so it's gonna the presentation and everything the welcome remarks start at 10 in the morning. And then the poster sessions are from 11 to 1. And then the announcement of the prize winners is from 1 to th- one thirty. And that's on May 4th in the science building atrium. So cool! it's really, really cool. I'm mm-hmm. actually going to be there huh? presenting my research. Oh, you are? <laughs> yeah.
0: Hey, that's nice. Um, so Is that what you presented in New Orleans?
3: Yes. Yeah. Same thing, different, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> venue. Yeah. But all um, oh, that sucks. I just realized that. Okay. So I was, so I'm currently in, um, my senior, se- senior thesis class mm-hmm. and I just wrote like this, like 20 page paper about, um, like immigration law post nine 11. And I was like, Oh, cool. Like now I can like, so I was using it as like a platform to make my projects for next year. And now if I graduate in December, then I probably won't be able to do that.
0: No. You, so- last uh, podcast, you were, you had the pile of papers on the desk here. Yep. So you got that done? Yeah, I did, actually. Oh, yep. That's great.
3: <laughs> I did. And I actually came out pretty good, I think.
0: Yeah.
3: It was really cool. Um, okay, also, there's the inaugural ball this week mm. on Friday.
0: It is? This Friday
3: already? Yes. Wow. So I get to inaugurate the new VPSR. And it's really funny because... Um, so you won't get a drunk vice president speech because I'm not 21, mm-hmm. as Paul liked to point out, likes to point out. <laughs> um, but Carlos is 21. He's like 23 or something. So... There's like a tradition, kind of like a crappy tradition, to say out loud, but it's the drunk president speech, and, <laughs> wow, <laughs> so it's really really funny. And last year was pretty good. Um, the year prior to that was even better um, because it was um, what's his name, Roberto mm-hmm. Casillas Cacier- or something mm-hmm. like. <laughs> he gave a pretty good speech. Um, cause usually they're graduating. I mean, this yeah, this year, like Carlos, is probably gonna have to like chill, cause he's not graduating. Right. But yeah. usually that's like the point where like the people that are leaving can just be like, bye. Like,
2: to so yeah. <laughs> What? <laughs> they just set fire to everything on. Yeah, their way basically, right.
3: and it's so funny because we also get to give out our superlatives that we decided on. Um, it's awesome because throughout the year, like people do annoying stuff. You know, like I mean, it's. I can, I love how openly I can talk now. Yeah, like, <laughs> people are annoying in SGA sometimes, which is fine. I'm also annoying sometimes, but everyone's really passionate there, and so it's we're doing superlatives, and we can kind of be like shady with our superlatives. <laughs> so like, if you were annoying, we could be like most annoying. Like, obviously, we're not gonna <laughs> out you like that. But like last year, someone won the award for. <laughs> it was like, you mo- are you best friends with Pepper because you're salty. <laughs> you get it yeah. okay he got it yeah
0: <laughs> so hey I got it too most
3: likely to be best friends or pepper because you're salty so, like, <laughs> stuff like that it's really really fun um and then also the executive board so we already did this like at our last meeting we t- chose all the superlatives and everything and then we have to choose superlatives for you know people like uh, on, on the e-board so you have to like walk out of the room and then they choose it together so I'm excited to see like what they mm-hmm. chose for me
0: so you'll reveal that too, I kind of you, I
3: will reveal that okay. I kind of already know
0: cause
3: oh. it, it sucks because like we when we came back like the secretary was taking the notes down and so I sat right next to her and I went to go type the notes for her for her superlative and I saw mine. Oh.
0: Well they better change it now are they going to yeah. hear that. Actually they?
3: they're probably going to I already told them that I know it um, that yeah. I kind of know I, I might mean, totally know it but they don't know that I totally know it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they just know that I kind of know what it's about but. I'll tell you right now cuz I think that they're changing it honestly. Yeah. It was it was most likely to out you to you. So like most likely to incorrectly assume your sexual your what is it? Most likely to incorrectly assume your um what is it?
0: homosexual?
3: No, um your sexuality. Yeah. So yes.
0: Whatever your sexuality yeah. is. So YouTube. it's actually
3: a really funny story with the current with the current v, well the upcoming VPSR. Uh-huh. Um He's from um, Jehovah's Witness. Like, his family is a Jehovah's Witness. And I was doing a project for marriage and family, uh, like psychology of marriage and family, uh, about Jehovah's Witnesses. So I was like, he was like, hey, can I look over your project to, like, see how it is, you know? And I was like, yeah, sure, you know? So we went through it and everything, and then we went to, like, the homosexual, homosexuality part. And it was like, you know, Jehovah's Witnesses don't accept this. It's, like, really, really bad. And I turned to him, and I'm like... Oh my goodness. I felt so bad. I was like, oh my goodness, how does your family deal with your homosexuality? <laughs> and he looks at me, he's like, nah. like Barbara, I'm not homosexual. I was like, F-. <laughs> like <Whoa. "D-." laughs> It was really funny. He laughed like for like a long time. Like, but he's a current vice president of student relations, so it was really funny. That that part was really funny too, and I was like, Oh, sorry. But apparently it happens often.
0: With him it does? Yeah,
3: yeah. It's really funny, he talks about it openly, like I'm not like outing anyone. Yeah. Or maybe I am like, <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'm living up to my superlative. But it was really funny because, I mean, I didn't, th- I mean, I just, I felt so bad because I was like, oh, he has to deal with this in his life because his family's a hotel witness, witness. And he was like, nah, like, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. Anyway, the inaugural ball is on Friday. That's twentieth, good story. 20th, 6 p.m. to 11 p.m. at Hotel Zero Degrees. Tickets are only 10 bucks. And it's a really, really fun event. You get to watch the SGA. Make fun of each other, and you know, drunk president speech. A lot of stuff to look forward to.
0: <laughs> wow! I hope is there going to be video there?
3: There should be. Honestly, there really should be. <laughs> uh, so shuttle services are available too. So oh, if you don't want to, like, because obviously, if you're going to drink, you can have a shuttle service from 5:45 p.m. to 10:30.
0: You can be the designated driver.
3: Yep. Yep. That'll be me. <laughs> And profits from all the ticket sales will go to SGA Student Philanthropy Committee, uh, which helps students in need, basically, like, giving money for textbooks and that kind of mm-hmm. thing. So it's a good cause, and we have to have, like, at least 100 people go or else the event won't. I mean, it will happen, but we'll lose a lot of money. So <laughs> Yeah. Um,
0: well, who goes besides uh, SGA people?
3: I mean, last year, like, the honors program, a lot of them went. Because it's honestly, like, a fun night. And a lot of people that are in our SGA are friends with, like, mm-hmm. people from the Honest Program, the IRHA, REC, like, everything. The sororities. Exactly. like the, exactly. And like the cheerleaders, logos. right?
0: You should get them all to go. A lot of
3: them went last year, too. Hmm. So it's... it's Last year's event was really, really cool. Because Izzy, honestly, was... He he was a VPSR, but the... Elec- so I didn't plan this event. It was the election committee that planned it. But he was also the chair of the election committee last hmm. year, too. And he just... He was just so good at his job, Izzy. Like, he was... Like, I had big shoes to fill by, by walking into that position. But mm-hmm. um, he just did so well. It was such a great event, and we're hoping to make it the same way this year. But obviously, it's hard because he had like so much talent and experience.
0: <laughs> you can live up to it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, I. Do. God,
0: we're hoping. we can't wait to find out. Yeah. Although it doesn't always work out well when we can't wait to find out, right, Pete? Are you gonna cry again if the? Uh... <laughs> The, Prom doesn't go well? No. Are <laughs> okay. you sure?
2: I, I'll never be sure about that <laughs> <at all. laughs>
3: Okay. There's also a really, really cool event um, going on. I just found out about this yesterday, and I saw uh, – it's funny. I found out about it yesterday, and then today I saw a flyer for it, so it was really cool. It's. I'm going to totally butcher this name because I'm not good with Greek letters. It's Lumb, Lumb – I'm not sure if that's a B or an O, but Lumbada – Theta alpha Latin sorority incorporated. Hmm. Oh, it's oh beta. lambda what? Lambda. Lambda? Yeah. Oh, it looks like a B. Lambda Oh duh. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> you just said it. <laughs> you said it. Uh,
3: lambda. Oh Lambda. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, so Lambda Theta Alpha Latin sorority incorporated. Uh, it's a beta upsilon chapter. And it's basically an informational meeting um, today <laughs> at seven thirty PM in the Midtown Student Center 226. And it's a Latin American sorority, basically. Like it's, we invite all ladies to attend. So you can, obviously, if you're not from Latin, um, Latin descent, you don't have to be of Latin descent to be part of the sorority. Mm-hmm. But um, it's kind of about celebrating Latin American culture. And so it's Latin by tradition, not by definition. That's so
0: it's, cool. So if you just spe- like to speak Spanish, say, you could do that, right?
3: <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, you can, honestly, you could probably attend I mean you can be a part of it regardless if you're you know yeah anything you know <laughs> it doesn't really matter i'm sure i obviously like every everyone every club on campus and like um sorority fraternity everything everything has to be inclusive so obviously they're like you know representing latin american culture but someone that's not Latin american wants to join that's more than i'm sure that they're more than happy to take them in if they you know go through like the whole vetting thing. You the aren't going to stand in
0: the door and say uh, Latin, not Latin, yeah, not Latin, not Latin. That's
3: totally illegal.
0: <laughs> that's kind of forget it. That's what you do, right? That's what your <laughs> thing is. outing people.
3: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> that will not be my What is it called? Uh um your superlative. Yeah, my superlative, but it's my legacy. <laughs> oh, your legacy, right. Yeah, it's funny because um, I don't think I've spoken about this because it's, it's still in the works. It's still very new, but we're trying to make uh, a bar on campus. We've been trying to do this for like a few months. A bar? Yeah. Um, Liquor? Yeah, wow. like beer and wine. Um,
0: hey, great idea. Yeah, don't so, you have to ask somebody to make that happen? Yes, yes. <laughs> we're going through
3: the entire process with everybody. But it's basically like, um, something that we're trying to work that we were, well, they'll continue to work on is, um, a lot of people go to, let's see I don't even know what the name of it is anymore. Cause I don't ever go to the, uh, Chestnut. They oh, go yeah. to Chestnut Street town homes or whatever. And That's things like happen a, a there. That's like a riot happens every
0: weekend, right?
3: It's horrible. The mm-hmm. things that I've heard that ha- people get sexually harassed, yep. uh, they got like, legitimately like raped and Mm. um stabbed there's been stabbings there have been gunshots like terrible things happen and freshmen go there the first thing you do freshman year is go to chestnut Mm because that's like your party or whatever
0: parties are and you're
3: not 21 so you have to do something low-key and so basically this what we're trying to do why are you laughing
0: you're right you want to protect those uh freshmen those first year students
3: yeah that's exactly why we're doing it so um, we are thinking about turning the daily grind into, like, an, like in the nighttime, because they have, so initially, it was, it used to be, like, they're, they have, like, bar hookups there, like, taps and that kind of thing. Um, so it would be, like, kind of, like, in the, in the cafeteria would be, like, the general section, and then if you were 21, you can go into the daily grind and drink. So it would cool. be, like, a hangout spot outside, and then, a, like, a bar inside. Um, and everything's run by Sodexo, because Sodexo, like, you know, has a liquor license and all, all of that that's the plan but we're still like working on everything hopefully it'll happen
0: you know when that building was first built i guess um uh, 12 years ago or something they uh, were gonna put a bar in there yeah
3: that's why everything's yeah. already set up yeah. all you have to do is buy the alcohol right <laughs> yeah when
2: and, i was a
0: student here they were talking about that and everybody was really excited
3: yeah so we're trying to do it um been working on it i don't know see how it goes
0: wow uh and our uh Uh, faculty and administrators allowed to go in then too
3: honestly i i can't stop you like (laughs) oh yeah that's right
1: pete you and i'll be there sounds
3: good (laughs) i'll come back after july oh wait no i graduate in december wait i'll totally be 20 okay nice
0: (laughs) yeah exactly paul
3: we'll all have a drink
0: (laughs) oh my god
3: (laughs) Okay, also on the 20th. Barbara's first
0: drink right in the grind. Yep, my
3: first ever drink in my life. (laughs) Silence. (laughs) Crickets. Yep. Can you, like, add a cricket thing? Absolutely. (laughs) Thank you, Pete. Ah, that's awesome. Okay, also on Friday that I already signed up for. Very, very cool. I have signed up for it um, two years ago, too. Well, my freshman year I did it, and then I didn't do it my sophomore year, and now this year I'm going to do it again. Even though I'm technically a senior. People keep saying that. They're like, oh, are you a senior or a junior? And I'm like, technically, I'm a junior. I mean, a senior. Oh, <laughs> my God. A senior. <laughs> <laughs> you can't keep it straight. I can't. Um, yeah. So anyway, Western Day of Service. Coolest thing ever. Oh, yeah. My freshman year, I painted my old elementary school. Oh, and yeah. it was and really, And your teachers really remembered you, right? Yes. So I already signed up for it. You can sign up with an organization, so you all go together. Or you can sign up individually and you'll go with, you know, different people that have also signed up. You get a cool t-shirt. And you get to do some community service, which looks awesome. And it's really fulfilling and fun. Very cool. The only thing I don't like is that I don't think it's open to, like, anybody. I think it's only WestCon students and faculty, which sucks, because, like, my boyfriend's going to be here during the weekend. And he'd love to help, you know. He's not a
0: WestCon guy?
3: No, he's New Haven. <laughs> University yeah. of New Haven. Um, we've
0: never, Pete, we've never met, uh, met this young man, have we? <laughs> no, we haven't. <laughs> And
3: uh, if he exists, <laughs> 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 oh God, uh, um, but yeah, so I don't so I oh sorry, I tried sign I tried signing him up, and then it was like faculty or student, and I was like, student. and then it was like, Westcon ID, Westcon email. And I, was no, like, f-
0: I think they're gonna allow more people in maybe, um, I hope so. And you should bring it up with Walter Kramer, Dean Kramer when yeah, at the uh,
3: thing. he's in charge of that. Yes. Okay, yeah, I'll definitely ask him, too, because we have our town hall tomorrow, mm-hmm. and so it'll work out, hopefully, because that'd be really fun, mm-hmm. you know, doing everything. Okay, so also on Friday, there's what? so Friday is technically the, the launch day of West Fest. So also on Friday, which is funny because inaugural ball is not on here.
0: <laughs> yeah, that is funny. Um, Everything's coming up very fast, isn't it? Yeah. It's almost the end of the semester.
3: Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, so Western Wiz is on, at 4 p.m. in the Fairfield Hall.
0: I forget what that is.
3: I'm pretty sure it's put on by a PAC. It's like, maybe it's not put on by I don't want to say that. I don't. We made
0: fun of it before last Last time it came up, and I can't remember what it is. So.
3: I'm pretty sure it's like trivia. I'm honestly not uh, sure. But, uh, you know, this is like the general WestFest um, calendar. It's put on by, WestFest is put on by SGA, PAC, like GSA, IRHA, like REC, literally Greek life, literally everything like that you could possibly think of. So, if you go to their different Instagrams, you can see like more information about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, on the 21st, Saturday is a Six Flags trip, which, <laughs> I don't know, never mind. Okay, uh, <laughs> it was really fun mm-hmm. last time I went. So, mm-hmm. departing Midtown at 8 a.m. and then Westside at 8.30. And it should be really, really fun, Six Flags. I mean, you probably can't go on the water slides, but you can oh, still go it's too on, cold, you mean? Yeah, that's... That's what I was going to say. Like, it sucks because, like, I was, like, my friends were, like, oh, go to Six Flags, go to 6. And I was, like, I don't know. Like, I'm not sure what kind of day it'll be. <laughs> and then they're, like, no, it's going to be so nice. I mean, I hope it's nice for them, for their sake. But. Yeah. Because I'm a water slide smart. kind of girl. Like, I like water slides. and <laughs> like water stuff. I like roller coasters, too. But, like, you need the day part for water right. slides. Right, But at least, like, if you you can still go and then still go on, like, instead of going on, like, half the water rides and then half the dry rides you can go on like all the dry rides right so i've actually never done that like gone on every single ride in one day so wow. that you could do that mm-hmm. if you wanted to you're going to be there you know going to leave at 8 a.m come back like super late you got all day <laughs> okay the 22nd is the money chuck challenge which is i tried signing up for this last night but i couldn't find who was in charge of it or like how to do it i think it's too late honestly you can't
0: just show up and run
3: can you i mean i, I hope so. so yeah Oh, my God, I really hope so. Because I've never done it. And I now I'm like, I feel like, you know, it's like that stupid saying, FOMO, like fear of missing out. Mm-hmm. That's what I have right now. Because now that I'm graduating in December, I'm like, oh, my God, like I am not going <laughs> to be part of like next West Fest. I'm not going to do this and that. So like the fear of missing out of like every one of these events. Right. I really want to do Buddy Chuck Challenge. It's looked so awesome in the past. I don't know why I haven't done it. Um, totally up my alley. So West Westside Campus Center or not center, Westside Campus, 9 a.m.
0: It's supposed to be fun.
3: Yeah, it looks fun Mm -hmm. every time. I've done the color run. That was awesome.
0: It was? That seems disgusting. Disgusting? (laughs) Yeah. What
3: are you talking about, mud and colors? What the hell?
0: It's paint and stuff. It's not paint, it's powder. uh, It's
3: like colored powder, and then you mm -hmm. get it all over yourself. And then I forgot that I had to drive home. (laughs) So (laughs) it was pretty crazy. My car was something else that day. (laughs)
2: How okay, so uh, I looked it up, and you can register on the day of Muddy Chuck.
3: Nice. I'll So starting
2: at 7.30 a.m., you can available. Jesus. Or you can, uh, you can register.
3: You can Great. available. Okay.
2: Yes. Thank you, Barbara.
3: <laughs> okay. That's April- her nature, Pete. <laughs> uh, okay. What else? On April 23rd, there's Inflatable Day and West Feast Barbecue on the Fairfield Lawn and White Hall Lawn at 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. That should be really cool. There's a lot of different inflatables and stuff. Yeah. Acapocalypse is an I have Concerts Hall at 8 p.m.
0: Did you say that correctly? Yes. Good for Absolutely. you. Absolutely. I don't think I can say it.
3: I can say it because one of my really good friends, Meg Lyon, is in it, and she's done it like every year since like freshman year. I don't even know if, I, yeah, I think it's, I think since freshman year. And it's really, really cool. It's very, very, like everyone's really talented that does it.
0: What and happens so, at it?
3: It's a, it's a, um, it's a acapella, oh. so they, they'll sing. So it's acapocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> I get it now. Yes. Uh, so the 24th is SGA Day in the Student Center Plaza. I'll be there in the very beginning to help set everything up. There's going to be smoothies, fruit platters, a photo like section, um, painting canvases, uh, sand art, that kind of thing. Very cool. Like chill. It's a luau. so. Wow. You
0: might and get then, laid. And then what, do you have to go to your job?
3: <laughs> you might get laid. <laughs> With a I, I'm pretty sure we ordered lays. If we didn't, that sucks. But you will get laid. Right. <laughs> you get to get a to, pee,
0: You don't have to beep that out. I got it. I'm blushing me. though.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, then I have to go to my internship. Yeah. So I have my internship at twelve. So it starts at eleven thirty. I'll be there at like. I'll be there at like ten to set up, and then I'll leave around eleven
1: forty-five. Yeah.
3: <laughs> which sucks. But. You know, there's also a henna fundraiser in the quad, 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. I love henna. It's amazing.
0: Paul, are you going to get some henna? I never have, but. Um. You
3: should. It's awesome. It's very cool. I used to do it so much when I was in, in high school. In yeah, and Yeah, like high, a
2: Maori like, design on the side of your face. Or, yeah, a <laughs> neck henna tattoo. Ooh.
3: There you go. <laughs> and there's also a touch a truck in the Fairfield Hall lawn at 6 p.m. This annoys me. I love this concept. I want to do it, but the prize is an Apple watch. And I have a galaxy oh, yeah. now, so I'm so sad, but I'll probably still do it. But like, where's the motivation now? So like, <laughs> touch
0: a truck, you win an Apple watch at tru- touch a truck?
3: Yes. So you have to keep your hand on the truck oh. for the longest amount of time. People stay there for hours. Like wow. It's so funny. Like my friends were saying, like, Oh, I want an Apple Watch, and I was like, What if I tickle you? <laughs> and they're like, I'll hate you. Like
0: <laughs> So you kept your Galaxy phone also?
3: I did, I kept it.
0: Yeah. Did you switch to the note or did you
2: I didn't. I didn't okay.
3: but I figured out that the reason why I was hating it is because that one phone, of course, the time that I switched, they gave me the crappy phone mm. that like has like a, a, a glitch or something that oh. kept messing up. So then I switched and they're like they're like this shouldn't give you any problems and it hasn't. So. I'll be done course like so everything bad I said about galaxy like a tick back (laughs) it was just that one phone (laughs) anyway okay April 25th there's kettle corn uh Zorba balls and salsa magic the only thing I know I don't know what Zorba balls is (laughs) Mm. uh but it's mid. you can just I'm not gonna say the the locations anymore because it's just too much but you can find this West S thing literally on anyone's Instagram, like mm-hmm. rec, pack, Greek life, literally anything. You can find it. And
0: it's on the calendar on the website. too. Yeah.
3: There's literally, you can find this information anywhere. Mm-hmm. But salsa magic is so cool. Like you're going to learn to salsa. Like that's pretty awesome.
0: <laughs> it would be awesome. I agree with that.
3: Yes. I, I learned to salsa like in high school. Hmm. <laughs> Because I was part of like RTC with like military ball and all that. And Mm. they would teach different dances. And I I learned some salsa and it was awesome. So definitely going to go to that one. Uh, Okay. And then April 26th, there's the drag show, Abe Parker, and the spot. So the spot is also, is awesome. The spot is just awesome. Mm -hmm. You should definitely go to the spot. And the drag show I've heard also great things about. I really want to go. That's a problem. (gasps) <gasps> yeah, you
0: have to go to everything. I want now. to go
3: to every single one, but I have work. Like I have I have real things to do and it sucks. I really want to go to the drag show and sauce magic and everything. Okay, 27th. <laughs> Get it together, Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> April 27th there's uh, say what? Karaoke and West Stock. I don't remember what that is, but it's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> April 28th is the carnival with fireworks uh, Which is always fun And then the 29th is Oozball And that's it That's all of Westfest
0: And no wonder you don't want to graduate There's just so much great stuff happening right? here for I students mean,
3: I can still come back I guess as an alumni Yes you following can Because yep. I'm walking in May So I can just be like hey I'm still here <laughs> You
0: absolutely can
3: But by then hopefully I'll have a real world job and <laughs> won't have time yeah Hopefully. yeah it's tough that's the goal but at the same time I'll probably I'm like looking forward to graduating not because like I won't have to go to class anymore because I genuinely like I like mm-hmm. it's weird like I like going to class I like studying and that kind of thing but I'll I'm like so excited to like not have to do any extracurricular <laughs> things like I love everything that I do I really do I love it and I keep tacking things on all the time I never have free time yeah. but like I always, like, make fun of my mom. She's like, oh, I'm so tired. I'm like, why do you do this and this and this and this and this, mom? All you do is go to work and then you come home and you watch TV. Like, come on. <laughs> like, that's Every adult does that. You know, you work nine to five and then you go home and you do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. So, like, I want to do that. Like, I, I don't do that. Like, I can't. I, I like, find an hour and then I'm like, oh, maybe I'll watch one episode of this. <laughs> and then that's it. And then I go to work. But, I'll yeah, I'm looking forward to going to work, going home and having a boring life. That's what I look for. So. I,
0: you aren't going to do that. You're going to yeah. get involved in something else and uh, not be bored. <laughs>
3: That's what I always tell myself.
0: Yeah. And. Um,
3: not that everyone has a boring life. That like Not every adult has a boring life. You know? like, She's Paul, talking you have about a, you, Pete. Paul, you have an awesome life. Yes, I You do, do podcasts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you're it's right. really cool. I met somebody who was impressed by that recently.
3: <laughs> I, was imp- I'm, I mean, I was impressed until I started doing it. I was like, this is still cool. Like, it is cool. So I, I, you know, I always thought it was like so fancy, like you wear the headphones, uh-huh. you talk in the mic. It looks cool. It looks <laughs> cool doing it. I wish it was like, I'm a podcast, you listen to it, but it'd be cool. I like, I watch a lot of YouTube videos when like you, they record their podcast recording, oh, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like they video it. Um, it's really cool. Cause like they do like some famous people like Post Malone and that kind of thing. And so I like watch them like, whoa.
0: Yeah. We I'll were talking about doing that. Someday we'll have our own, we'll pu- be putting these on YouTube. Maybe before December, right, Pete? Oh, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sure. Uh, And I interviewed somebody at Danbury Day, which will be on next week, who was just like, she couldn't believe she was so excited about being on this podcast.
3: Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. This is really cool, honestly. I'm like really happy that you guys chose not to, you know, keep the (laughs) GPSR thing. And so before
0: you uh, resign your vice presidentship, you should get all those uh, people in SGA to listen to it mm-hmm. and then leave a um, rating, a, a, um, a, what do we call it? A review. Yes. Right? You,
3: you honestly can ask anyone in my committee. Like, I bring it up every single meeting.
0: Are they deaf? Don't they hear you? Because they have not done it yet.
3: They're definitely deaf. Like.
0: <laughs> do I need to go talk to them?
3: Yes, you do. You have to come to SGA and be like, listen to the podcast or else. <laughs>
0: Actually, they don't even need to listen to it. Just leave a review.
3: Don't even listen to it. Just, just like
0: it. God sakes. All right. Ugh. Hey, well, this that a was a very full and complete uh, yeah, podcast. Thank you, Barbara. Oh,
3: we didn't even talk about taxes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's tax day. <laughs> have you well, done your taxes?
0: I did, yeah.
3: Oh, no. I was like, you know, like, do you know where your children are? Like, <laughs> yeah. Have you done your taxes? <laughs>
0: Yeah, we'll leave that for next year. Okay. A new topic. Oh, next topic for next year? April, yeah. Oh
3: god. Well,
0: we'll call in to you.
3: Yeah, there you go. Okay. <laughs> she doesn't like,
0: sound like she wants to stick around for a year, Pete.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll just stick out. This would be like This was like this would be really cool if you could make it into like I'm sure you can make this into like a class or something. Like for credit, like with like podcast There class are or some
0: classes, Pete was saying. There's pa- pa- classes that do this. Broadcasting? Yeah. Uh, yeah, like the
3: I've heard, I saw, like, ads, too, for, like, um, like they wanted to do, like, someone that would do, like, play-by-play stuff for football mm-hmm. or something, or, like, mm-hmm. sports.
2: Yeah, we're looking for announcers.
3: That's awesome, because I have so many friends. I mean, I, I think it's probably only open to Western students, but um, I have friends at Hof, Hofstra that, like, want to do that for a living, and they're, like, it's so hard over there. They're, like, oh, I have to, like, so, like, whatever, right. and, so like, oh. WestCon does it so
0: I think that's even more difficult than what you and I do Will, oh like, yeah uh, oh that guy uh he's running and uh,
3: oh god <laughs> he ran he's running some more
0: <laughs> oh he doesn't have the ball oh this other guy has yeah, the ball it's
3: like You're <laughs> totally know, like getting you it, it wrong oh wait it's over there <laughs> it'd be really funny that it's probably be really really funny like um like something to like record someone that doesn't know anything about football like my dad or something like heard the balls over there um oh I mean oh (laughs) beep Beep. Beep. okay
0: that was three beeps today Uh, we uh equaled our new high Pete. yeah it's a three bleep pod
3: really I think it's a little more than that
0: We'll check it out.
2: I
3: think you should check it out because I like kept catching myself. <laughs> there, were, there were
0: three that I noticed. I'll go back and check. Okay. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> all um, right, till next week, Barbara. All right, <laughs> thanks. thanks. <laughs> Thank you to our producer Scott Fulpe and engineer Pete Puccio, who do all the work to make this podcast possible. When you find WCSU 411 on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher, please consider subscribing so you can keep up with all the news about WestCon. And after you subscribe, leave a review. You can also leave a comment on Twitter at WCSU 411. Next week, I'll be at Danbury Day at the state capitol in Hartford interviewing our local political leaders. Until then, for Barbara Viegas, this is Paul Steinmetz.